Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Memphis football. John, trivia question, you know when the Tigers open the season? Yes, soon. <laughs> September 2nd, I guess that qualifies as a correct answer. Um, we're just a few weeks away here. A couple against, of weeks away. Against uh, Bethune-Cookman, right? Correct. See, dude, I'm a correct. beast. You can't, you can't uh, uh, sneak none past me, bro. We wouldn't go that far. Uh, the news for the Tigers is Ooh. so about 11,000 tickets, season tickets. Lem? This year. Lem thou? Lem. 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 Sold about 11,000 football season tickets this year. Uh, you can read the story over at the Daily Memphian. You can also read it at the Commercial Appeal. Uh, Deputy Athletic Director Jeff Crane had that news on Wednesday. Now, he sounded pretty optimistic. We were on pace to reach the numbers we had last year. We're a little over 11,000 season tickets, and so we'd like to be in that 12,500 to 13,000 range. We've seen typically over the last couple of weeks before the season is when we sell a lot more than we do in other parts of the summer. People just start thinking college football, and so they start Buying. Now, uh, just a few years ago, the Tigers were more than 20,000 season tickets, so it's obviously a drop-off. Probably expected, and we know, too, that right. um, you know routines have changed since COVID. Still get all that. But obviously the numbers have gone down uh, in, in alignment sort of with the uh, fall into mediocrity you know, from where you were, obviously. So I, I, don't, I don't look at this. I don't see any way you can spend this as good news. It's not. Right. Uh, the, yes, you can be optimistic that you can get to 12, 5, 13, 13,000. Hopefully you do. But clearly this is, you know, we, we said it with, with Tubby, and it was just so stark because that thing had gotten down to what? You got 3,000 in FedEx Forum for a Tigers basketball game. But people started to speak with their pocketbook, yep. with their wallets, with yep. their purses. They didn't go. And Thank you for at, including purses. At least some of this we know is that. Right. Is that you haven't had a good product no, out there. It, it, so back to the, the facts. back to the point. You got a favorable schedule. Um, you know, hopefully this can go up with a solid season. And uh yeah, I don't know how many are gonna be out there for Bethune Cookman that first week. But well, it's gonna depend on a lot of things, right? It's gonna depend on weather, it's gonna depend on um, you know, uh what the slate looks like, uh the rest of the rest of the day in college football, the time and, and all of that. I mean, as it always does. If it's a if it's a decent day, Jason, like I mean, this week, for example, right? The weather has been pretty good this week. False fall, as they say. Mm-hmm. It, it must remind you a little bit of Christmas, right? In a I love way. Christmas. <laughs> um, what, to your but point, it, but uh, if it feels good like that, I think it'll it, it'll be a decent. What, I, crowd. what I'll give you is a good thing. It's a six p.m. start. Right. Not in the middle not, of the not, day. Yeah. Playing Bethune Cookman when that thing could be a frankly exactly. a skillet. I don't know. In Simmons um, Bank. I don't know that it will be, you know, 30,000 or anything like that. I don't really expect that. Um, but will it, could it be 20? Well, I, I, I'm more concerned, to be honest with you, about – because, again, it's Bethune-Cookman. 
So, so you can't set expectations in terms of attendance for the season on Bethune-Cookman, okay? But win that game, obviously. Go to Arkansas State, which is picked almost you know 11th of 14 in the Sun Belt. Win that game, and then, John, my point, you come back home for Navy at 2-0, and and maybe that one can be sort of the indication. Because, look, I know a lot of people are going to be in wait-and-see mode. You know, with this. And the fact that you've only sold 11,000 season tickets, is, I, I think, is evidence of that. You go win your first two, come back here on September 14th, home game against Navy. You got Boise State after that here. Yep. Tulane after that here. There's your chance. That's your chance. So so if I'm spinning this positive, that that's, that's the way, that's the game plan. Agreed. If I'm Ryan Silverfield, if I'm Jeff Crane, you know, don't put too much stock in Bethune Cookman because yeah, that's a that's a tough opener. That playing Bethune Cookman doesn't get anybody excited. Mm-hmm. But go do what you're supposed to do those first two games. Bethune Cookman win at Arkansas State, and I think there's a good chance people are jumping on board. They're saying, "Okay, feel good about this. Let's go beat Navy." Then we got Mizzou up in St. Louis. Then we'll get Boise State back here in Tulane, our most important games of the season. And so there is your chance. Go out and handle your business. Yeah, and that's the way to get that number eleven thousand on up. You know, now and in, in future seasons. No, I, I, uh, I, I could. It's critical not, that you do it. Could not agree more. I don't. What I'm interested in is the you know economics here for Memphis football. Like, how much do they lean on these season tickets? How much? Like, what is the break even slash? I, not break even, but number where well, you, you don't lean on them as much as Memphis basketball because you don't have the seat fees. Right. 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 I mean, look, I would say this. But you need it to be at a certain point so you're not just hemorrhaging money. Right. Yes. No, I, I would say this. Listen, um, my, my wife is, you know, four or five months pregnant, so I don't think it's going to be – I don't know how how many months she is. Three months, two months, something like that. But she, she'll be four months pregnant probably by the time that this rolls around. So I don't know that, like, it's something I'm going to have her out doing, you know, in the heat or anything like that. But in terms of just the value that you get out of the out of the – the season ticket package. If you have a family, like it really is insane. It's a, it's a great way to spend a Saturday. It just is. I mean, and it's a cheap way to spend a Saturday. All things considered. I mean, you're going to be spending more money doing other things probably, uh, where you could just you know write it off and say I'm going to go. We're going to go to a Memphis football game today with your with you know with two kids. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, it's it's a pretty good way to spend a Saturday. It's fun. They got stuff out there for the kids. You can feed them all that. Like it, it is. You know. If I if I would say it's it's something that I can see myself you know doing I'm not a season ticket holder right now, um, but I can certainly see myself doing that with Memphis basketball. Mm-hmm. Like the way that I sort of intend to attack it is like the, they'll they'll do those um, like five game flex packs or you know what I mean rather than you have to like because that donation bro is something serious. The donation damn near worth more than the seat in terms of like. Like I, I get a lower level seat for you know thousand bucks or fifteen hundred bucks, and the yep. donation's like two grand. Like damn, I mean, I, I'm what? What is this? I'm, I'm getting shaken down here. I feel like this is a delivery drive service here. Uh, so I think that's sort of the uh, way I will attack that. But you know, in the future, uh, it's really easy sort of to quote unquote do your part with Memphis football because the season tickets are so damn cheap, and that's why it's like a little demoralizing that they're um, only you know only have eleven thousand sold. 2017, you're at the peak to 22.5. 22, 
well, sold more than 22.5, so you're somewhere in between that and 23,000, okay? Yep. In 2014, you were at 9,000. That's where it started to grow. Woo! And unfortunately, what that paints the picture of is is this. You're in danger of, you're, you're essentially erasing you, you've all the it. momentum. Yep. yep. And, and take COVID out. You're now going back to where it started, right? Now, it's, it was at 9,000, 2014, started to grow with success. You're at 11 now. And so you've you've essentially lost most of what you gained, oh, exactly. Right. And you're you're threatening to get back into the level you were, you know, pre-rise, pre those five great years. Look, I mean, it's it's got to be that's the stark reality. In the end, the truth of the matter is, is that even Ryan Silverfield is not a particularly charismatic guy, right? Like at all. But even if he was, even if he was like the most charismatic guy in the world, if he was freaking Macho Man, right? No, we're past it's product. Exactly. It, it wouldn't matter. It's just got to come down to: Is your football product good? Is it were? Is it fun to watch? And it has not been. I mean, it's been considerably less fun to watch than the previous uh, regime. And I think that is the issue. You know, people are were used to seeing, you know, forty to fifty point outbursts. You know, quarterbacks slinging that thing all up and down the field, uh, home run hitters, and that's just not been the style. I was reading the. You see how good Norvell's going to be Florida State this year? Bro. This is fourth season. They're real. And and they're going to be fun to watch because I think they got their quarterback, wide receiver, running back, back, and they're going to be dynamic. Mm-hmm. Miss those days. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's hard. It's hard to, to – And shout out to Mike for getting through that because oh, it was real, sure. real shaky it there. It looked like it was going to go the way yes, it went. Yes, it did, time. yeah. And they've still got to come through. Yeah, they got to deliver this year. They do. But I, I, they're in position to do so. Yeah, I think Mike Norvell gets like uh, there was. Just, there's just one. Uh, there's just one like big time uh, Kelly in Vegas. Like she's a big time like handicapper, right? Whatever. Yeah. She used to work at Barstool, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I think now she's doing some stuff with Superbook. But um, you know, she basically was insinuating that Mike Norvell is like the reason Florida State isn't a serious title contender. I'm just like, what, what, when did this start? When did the 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 national sentiment about Mike Norvell turned so sour. Like I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I granted I wasn't watching every single snap. Um, you know, I remember he's losing five stars. I mean, they're they right. were starting to you know stack up some. But I mean, they did case beat against him, LSU but, on a neutral field last well, year. Last year was where we started to turn the corner. Right, right, true. But he got a quarterback. He got the uh, Travis kid, and, right. and, and who's uh, back? Yeah, and he's back, and and uh, you know that's usually what it is all about. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And that's why I think it's going to be such an interesting year for both Alabama and Georgia. I mean, they're, you know, you know, there's going to be a certain standard there, a certain uh, floor there, but they do have major quarterback questions. Both of those programs. Just hear me out, real quick, to bottom line this Tiger football discussion. If it doesn't go well, right? Mm-hmm. We've discussed no appetite, whatever. Six, seven wins, maybe they don't fire him, whatever it is. But if there's the chance to hire Justin Fuente. A chance that might not be there if you go to another off season mm-hmm. and go another year through Ryan Silverfield. Is it again? Is it not s- sort of similar to the unique chance you had with Penny Hardaway? Like, don't blow me off because back then people blew us off about that discussion about Tubby. Right. Yeah, but Penny, what? What are you talking about? This is a Hall of Famer here. Okay, Ryan Silverfield not a Hall of Famer. I understand it'd be costly, but would it not be a similarly unique situation? Justin Fuente just looking at North Texas mm-hmm. in the AAC. And and in many ways, this is it would be home for him because he's already been here. Mm-hmm. He's already been comfortable here. He's already built it here. Is it not 
Again, Ryan Silverfield needs to go out and win nine, ten games. We're not having this discussion. But if he does not, and it's more mediocrity, how is it not a similar situation where you've got a unique hire and you make the move because of that? You know, I went back and read some stuff about the transition. You know, we were in the middle of it with Tubby and, and, and Penny. And, and Gary had a quote. You were actually quoted in the story, too. But it was about, you know, you're making the move because right now you can get Penny Hardaway. You know, that was part of what – that was his bottom line on this. If you could get Justin Fuente. If you could. And your six – let's say, your six and seven, seven and six. Mm-hmm. You're not telling me that's not a unique opportunity that you'd pay for? Look, if you told me that Fuente would come, you know – Obviously, what Power Five school is going to hire him? Well, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Well, and, and Lord knows it's shifting sands in terms of what Power Five is. Anymore. Right, I don't exactly. even know you can't even call it that. Anymore. But, but that's my point. Won't he have? Doesn't he have to rebuild it as most college football and come down a level again? Oh, wouldn't it be perfect for him? Absolutely. Having already been here, recruited to this. But I mean, I don't, you know, it, you've, it, it you've does, sold this pitch before. It will depend on it. Like he, he you know, he'll and get. Be, we're going to get it back. Right. And I don't care if you only have him for two years and then another power fight comes scoops him up again because they said, you know what, we're going we're gonna to take a chance on him. It's going to work here. I don't care because then you can make the move again. You go back to right. what we talked about. No, you, I mean, I, I think I – I just – again, I don't – that's very similar. Right. And everybody has always said, well, who are you – you've said it to me. Who are you going to go hire, Jason? I've mm. always thrown back at you. Well, some SEC assistant that's on the rise or whatever we're – some power five assistant. Man said right there. You talked to him uh, last week. Yeah. Last week. Well, you'll, and you, he clearly w- will want to get back in at some point. Yes, just a question of would 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 it would he say yes to Memphis? In you that? won't say yes to North Texas just because it's home. That uh, yeah, and they may have. I don't know what this the, was home. It was home. It was home. He's very comfortable here. He was. He has been in in his time that he spent with us. He's got his number one uh, press man. That's right. Always happy to be that for sure. Love Fuente. We would be doing. Well, We'd we'll be ride doing, for Fuente. We'd be doing songs again. We'll, I guarantee you that immediate excitement. Fuente, what I always loved about Fuente is that he just he just kept it 100. And like, he didn't have all to the be, time. He didn't have to be rah-rah. Nope. Go out there, put it on the field. Product. Nope. He was the opposite. Watch it get I, I better. Mean, you remember his first press conference. He was sweating through his suit, man. He was. That's never been his thing. Yeah. And we're fine with that because of the product. In the end, that's all Ryan has to do. So he doesn't have to be somebody different. He doesn't yeah. have to change anything. You've been yourself here, built it. You could do like, that because it because it, it works. It, it works both ways for you, right? Like Penny Hardaway does basically no media, but nobody really criticizes because he gets players and he's winning AAC championships and he's going to the NCAA tournament, you know. And so there's not like this big. Well, we don't get to talk to Penny. He doesn't do anything for the. And obviously, it's a little different because him just existing is a is is a rally for Memphis, you know, because of his history. But the point is, is that you, when you, if you're not winning, right, everything comes into view. Correct. Everything becomes a problem. Correct. Everything you say, but if you're winning, right, we just well, you have it overlook your way. it. It's Burger yeah. King all day. We just overlook it, and 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 it's been a while since you've been there. It's been a while since you've been to Burger King. I don't know if if it's been. How did you know that? Because I I, I know your mo. You know, I mean, I don't think you're going. The one on Germantown Parkway very slow. Yeah. So you're right. I haven't gone. I, in a I while. think the, I think the industry it's always terrible as a whole has has really suffered since COVID. It's really been a. Uh, well, no, we're still slinging it out of the Austin Pete McDonald's. Wait, you talking about the fast food? Industry? Yeah. 
No, they're, they're still great places, very efficient still. Babe, what are you talking about? Chick-fil-A always been efficient. That's but, its own but, thing. And that Austin P. McDonald's has always served them hot and salty. It did it again the other day. I was just remarking, of course. You never, were, you were never on changed. Austin P. I go to Raleigh all the time to get my hair cut, fool. So I'm always by, back in the old of the old stomping grounds. Wow. Yeah, I go back. You, you do. don't. You don't. Where I need to, where am I supposed to go? Over there by the tops of Sycamore View where you grew up. Oh yeah. You that's never a... go back over there. You never go back home. I when I when I drive through that thing, it's like Dresden after the war, man. It's like I gotta get the hell up out of here. <laughs> it got it got real bad over. Remember the city had to try to clean it up and it still ain't great over there. But the tops is beautiful. It is actually. That's that one of the it's one of the highlights. It's kept up. It is absolutely one of the highlights. Yeah. Now, like, on the the overpass and everything, it's you know. It's, Ooh, it's tough. And then the, the hotels. You got that, like, Drury Inn or whatever the hell yeah, it is. And a, and uh, yeah, some emphasis kind of, on Drury. Some kind of crab shack. I don't know that they're selling crab out of there. I don't well, there are crabs you can get, but it's not the kind you are looking for. Then you, like, you start getting into, like, uh, man. What, you ain't even been over there in years. Bro, you don't I know have, what it bro. looks like anymore. Then you get, like, not. You forgot about you go You go a little bit down to Sycamore View, right? Then you get on Summer. That's a wasteland. What, one time I went over there, that McDonald's over there, I'll take more view right there, and, and grabbed about 10, 12 burgers and with uh, all them folks. I was in my feeding the homeless thing. Uh-huh. And some of them folks didn't even want my burgers. Damn. They wanted, they want, they asked, they, you got some money? Mm. I want your burger. Like, that's how I was like, damn. It's, it's hard. But, you know, there was folks out there in need. So did you, did you, were you able to offload? I gave, gave them all away. Gave them all away that day. Well, that's good. That's your act of service for the, for the year. Yeah, Summer Avenue. That's your. That was where you came out of. Uh, near, Not close summer, enough. Sycamore View. Sycamore View, but again, you're you're just a hop, skip, and a jump. You got the putt putt there, and you got the Gold Club. I mean, you're you know, it's like a big. It's a range of things. Tiger football, eleven thousand season tickets sold. Mm. Justin Fuentes out there. We got to do better. We got to do better than eleven thousand. There's no doubt about that. Next story. Hey, we got to get. Somebody on the phone here. We got to get a famous alum. I thought it was Kathy Bates, but I remembered that she was only a Memphian and not a Memphis Tiger. She was an SMU uh, graduate. Kathy didn't go to Memphis, yeah. Uh, But Condoleezza Rice is calling ACC officials. George W. Bush, former president of the United States, is calling ACC officials on behalf of SMU. And what are we doing? I mean, we're sitting here arguing over how we can – incorporate a meal deal and to get more season tickets sold. Now, who looks damn stupid? Who do we have? Who's, who is fighting on our behalf, Jason? I have one question for you on this. Was it you that told Jeff Juicy J should be the representative? Did not have a discussion with Jeff. Because that sounded like it came straight from you. And I don't even know if I would have said that. Like, because I don't know if Juicy. It's weird to hear it come from him first. It is. And, and Jeffrey had the obvious answer, but, and there is an obvious answer to this. Who is the obvious answer? From Memphis, from the University of Memphis, not just Memphis. I mean, these are these are graduates of that of those schools. Well, I don't know. I don't think he's a graduate. His son, I think his son was. Does that count? He's definitely pure Memphian. Maybe was it Fred Smith? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, Fred, dude, he, Fred trumps, Sm- he trumps everybody. He doesn't necessarily yeah, have to be. A, well, he, does, he trumps he, everything. I mean, he is, look, I'll be honest. He for is the, all of Memphis. I think the Fred Smith pitch has been used before, and it's not working yet. That was with the Big Twelve. Well, what about the uh, Pack Four? What's going on there? I, I, you, you sent me the tweet today about how Memphis wasn't even on the top four list there. I, I can't take it. If if that happens, I, I'm truly checking out, for real, bro. 
I'm checking out of the Drury Inn. Yeah, yeah I'm done. <laughs> now, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what we do. The, the, the tweet was from the same guy who sort of been, you know, propagating. Yeah, you sent it to me, I think, didn't you? Oh, sorry. But it was like, uh, is the top four was Rice, SMU, Tulane, and USF. Now I don't believe him anymore. Oh, no. He's, I do, maybe I just don't want to believe he's him. He's lying. He's making the whole well, thing Well, other up. folks had a four with Memphis in it, so who knows which one of these back-channel scuttlebutt dudes Agreed. is right. I, I, we Again, don't. the Thamels of the world, and they ain't come in on this stuff. No, I, you're right. I, I do not know. If I believe like, there's discussions, sure. Yeah, discussions probably always the, happen. The, but but we've seen different groups of those four, so I don't know which one to believe. Yeah. You would think Memphis, as an OG member of the AAC, would be one of them, but my gosh, if it's not. Yeah, no doubt, dude. I mean, that, that would Sad. Your mark, I mean, one, yeah, you know, I mean, acknowledge Gonzaga and UConn. He, he did. He didn't even acknowledge you. But, like, who's, like, University of Memphis graduates, though, bro? I mean, you're, you're over here talking about Memphis City guys. We got to Joey Dorsey. Not going to get it done. One of the recent ones. Uh, it's not going to get it done, unfortunately. I mean, we need somebody with a little bit more juice than that. All right, so I'm going to go to the Notable People uh, page on Wikipedia from uh, from the University of Memphis. Buddy, this list sucks. But it includes you, fool, so. I'm just saying, dude. Like, you're looking at yourself when you say it sucks. There's nobody here that is going to move the ACC to invite Memphis. Uh, how about Mulgrew Miller? He's a jazz uh, musician. Plays the piano. Come on, man. Get us some that we, we that are more household names. I'm just going to go with Lucas the, Glover type household names. Okay, ready? Yes. Dixie Carter. Yeah, Dick. What, but she, she's, she's passed. She, she's passed, <laughs> I, bro. I told you I cleaned her table once at Chow in Overton Square. Uh, Steve Cohen. I'm sure he's already attempted to call. Uh, Stan Franklin, who was an American. Uh, he also gone. He's not with us anymore either. Uh, but he was a scientist. Steven Goskowski. Might have to be Penny. Uh, Jason Isbell. I don't know if he I, he, I guess he did graduate because they've listed him as an alum. You know Jason Isbell? I know the name. Why? Who is that? Okay, so that's not going to go very well. Who is it? He's a musician. He's like a, a folk guy. You know, he's got those. Uh, no, I don't know. The drive-by truckers. Anybody else? Uh, Whose list is this? This is Wikipedia's list for Memphis graduates, notable people. They should burn it. U of M should have it taken down. Uh, Dan Ugla. Yeah, former uh, Tiger. Baseball player. D'Angelo. I mean, he, you know, if he could, he would. Exactly. They ain't listening no more. I mean, unfortunately, most of these people are dead, so it's not going to work. Uh, we're going to have to update the, I mean, have we, we haven't had anybody notable since like the 70s. I mean, that's tough. We got to up our... Our, I, uh, I just I I have confidence we have way more we have we have notable people and that that is not a very good list that's well, fine not everything on Wiki is great I list them all so I mean these are all the good people that they had and Ed, Edmund Warren Perry again was a graduate of Memphis but he is no longer with us so uh, you know it's tough I mean we don't have that George W Bush card we can play well you got to send Penny and Fred up in there that's right I mean that's a pretty good now you know I let's mean, be real like there's some movers. Penny guy is the Those are some Memphis, moguls. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he should be on here. He should be a notable 100%. alumni, bro. I mean, that's what I'm telling you. That that ain't a good list. Yeah, it's just, it's it's if it doesn't have Penny on it, it's it it really shouldn't it shouldn't be allowed into court. But um, that's happening right now. It doesn't seem like it's working for them. You know, granted, Stanford or uh, or SMU. It doesn't sound like they're you know right. they're they're leaning on. That that is a hell of a thing though. If George W. Bush calls you. It says, hey, 
we want to get SMU into the ACC. That's pretty. That's pretty amazing, and also embarrassing that it still didn't work. Like you had a United States president call on your behalf, and you still didn't get in, and you were willing to take no money. You were willing to do it for the free, and you had George W. Bush call, and you still didn't get in. Not about listening to George, uh, George, uh, the old W anymore. Well, he's still a president, man. He is a president of the United States, one of a very short list. I don't know what number. We're on 46 now. Yeah, we're on 46, I think. So, I don't know, man. I just uh, I found that to be kind of kind of staggering that this is where we are in the process, where you know we're calling all of our most famous alums and hoping that they'll get things done for us. Um, Memphis has some soul searching to do at a crossroads, no question about that. In terms of who we can get, we got to re- we got to update the notable alumni list, and maybe that's the next step in the process. Uh, but that's the latest in conference realignment. Next story it was a collective sigh of relief yesterday. I think up in uh, at Titans camp, Traylon Burks went down, uh, had to be carted off. They were in a joint practice session with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, suffered an apparent leg injury there was the initial diagnosis and most thought with how long he was down with how emotional it was that was pretty serious uh the good news and the sigh of relief came in the form he's been diagnosed with an lcl sprain expected just to miss a few weeks but we were i already heard folks breaking down and that's where i was yesterday too oh man this changes because you need Traylon burks to be honest with you yes you go out and you you upgrade the one spot by bringing in DeAndre Hopkins, and I, I, I believe DeAndre Hopkins on this uh, on this deal can be an upgrade at the one. You put Traylon Burks where, where he needs to be, uh, and frankly, that's taking attention off of him. Right. And you let him develop quietly rather than trying to force feed him as the lone option, essentially, on the uh, on the outside. And so you start wondering, well, if it's just going to be a deal where you're force feeding DeAndre Hopkins all day, I mean, it's, that's going to be pretty easy for defenses to game plan for. So it's great news, obviously, especially the fact it's only going to be a few weeks that they still got Traylon Burks because I'm telling you, having DeAndre Hopkins, uh, the potential is there for Traylon really to break out. Yeah. Because again, he the Hopkins is going to draw so much attention. You know, they're going to be going to be targeted so many times. Uh, people going to forget about Traylon Burks, and uh, good thing for the Titans that he will be there at some point this season after he missed a few weeks. I don't know if he's going to be ready for the opener when you say a few weeks here because we're only what three three weeks out. September seventh, I want to say, is the Thursday night opener. Uh, KC in Detroit, but uh, the fact that they're going to have him for the majority of the season, huge news for the Titans. Because, yeah. uh, again, a team that's still limited right. in terms of offensive weapons. That's why they go out and get a DeAndre Hopkins. And mo- more importantly, for what what you've invested in, Traylon Burks, you wanted to continue that development path. And you're probably a little bit disappointed after what you saw last season. So right. he'll get his chance to get out there and shine and develop, and we'll see what the uh, the Titans can do once they've got him back. And we have uh, a preseason game tonight. We have Yeah, st- who is it? It's uh, Eagles and Browns. I think so, they said Deshaun's not playing. I would hope not. I think he needs to. Well, they got one more. They'll play the. He'll play in the next one. Nobody ever plays in the one before. Well, he you didn't. Did, you always used to do. Yeah, yeah, he did. Didn't he get out there? And was a little rusty. I thought he played in the they, first. Well, that was. It wasn't that because you. Uh, yeah, I. I think he did. And play then you. The, you don't. You don't. I, I, the old school. The old rule of thumb was you don't play him in the last game. That's the one before the. I think they changed it now. There's only three though, right? I play him second to last. Is the one if I'm going to play my guy, I'm playing him in second to last. I'm well, not playing him in the one before the, the opener. Well, it doesn't sound like they're going to take your advice, Jason. But Deshaun needs to play because he's still rusty. Anyway, yeah, and apparently he's struggling in, in uh, Brown's training camp. He is. Um, that's why they get every reason to play. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or Again, not. You only, nobody said you got to be out there a quarter, but you need to 
knock off this rust, just get more familiar with your with your guys. I mean, that's what y'all did. Y'all, I mean, y'all ran the score up on damn Titans. It was only two series for Justin, I think. I know, but it was fourteen seven. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, I told effortless, you that offensively, really. man. What was the second touchdown? I know what the first one was. Khalil Herbert went took a fifty yard screen uh, screen fifty, 50 yard, something. Two, two fifty yard. Screens? We had zero last year. We had zero fifty yard passing plays last year. We had two against the Titans. Well, they were screen plays. We get it, but yeah. the, the difference is weapons. Right. DJ Moore, Khalil was there, but again, now you have more. Not gonna keep. Not gonna bore these folks with Bears talk, but we coming. That's what they tell me. We coming. They tell me that the that the uh, Drew Hills Bear. Everybody look around. They're coming back out of the woodwork. I now. mean, but you gotta you gotta admit you're a little you're a little uh, queasy about how how like how much of a consensus there is on the Bears. Oh well, it, mostly just the the extra hype for Justin Fields. Right, like, like it never. I feel he's like it only never... won five games as a starter. Literally, Greeny is saying he's an MVP candidate this right. year. Slow your roll. I... They, we had the worst team in football last year. Mm-hmm. Like that's what has me queasy. Right, like what I would love to know is that, you know, every offseason it feels like a team gets crowned, you know. How often does that – and I would say this year it's the Bears. Like that's the media darling. Like You mean uh, a team that's going to get up off the mat? Right. Because yeah, that's like, – yeah, because they've the, crowned still – KC and the rest of them are still the ones. I, I, yeah, Philly's right. still the ones crowned. I, I, I don't mean crowned in the sense of, like, yeah, title contender, but in terms of like uh, the media – Up and coming. Who's the media darling, right? Yeah. And it's the Bears this year. And I'd like to know how – Often the media darling in the preseason goes on to actually be probably doesn't as good. happen very often. Yeah, probably you know, happen very I don't often. know what the last example would be. I don't know who the most recent example would be, but it just feels like it never. Uh, but when you just out that way, when you just watched, you know what Philly did in terms of bringing in a guy, what it did for the quarterback. Right. That, that's why there's the recency bias. Yes. That's again part of the reason why people are locked in on fields. Oh, they go trade down. Take DJ Moore. Right. Can the same thing happen here for a guy who at one time was yeah. ranked right up there with Trevor Lawrence in terms of best prospects in the country? Absolutely. He was, John, he was throwing it around at Ohio State. Go back and look at the tape. So there's a chance of, you know, that can all come about this year. We'll yeah, see. look, it, it can happen fast. I mean, we know that. I mean, that's the beauty of the NFL. It's like you can go from being really bad to pretty good in the span of one offseason. I mean, the Jags are a perfect example of that. You know, they went from being, what, a one-win team under Urban Meyer, made a coaching change, hired a good guy, had a year of development for Trevor Lawrence, got him a couple of weapons, drafted him a running back, boom, shakalaka, winning games in the playoffs, winning the division. Yeah. I, I like Peterson. I mean, he's, you know, I mean, it really, it's really that simple. It's like when you when you get a guy in there with a good quarterback and a good culture and a good yeah. system, yeah. you know, and a gettable division, which is exactly what you're in. Um, and I don't know about uh, Eberflus. I don't know if you know he's a he's a good coach. I haven't really watched a lot of Bears football to know the difference. I mean, you would have a little bit more to say on that than I would. But what they have done is they've invested in that position, in that QB, and they've put pieces around him. So we can find out. To, uh, to what's the word we use uh, in San Francisco? Insulate uh, him mm-hmm. and, and give him a chance to be successful. I mean, exactly. happened with Justin Fields. Um, you know, Derek Carr got Devontae Adams, and, and, uh, and it didn't work out for various reasons. But, but you know, you look around the, the NFL – and that's that's the way it goes now. Look what Stephon did for Josh Allen. Stephon for Josh Allen. There, there's just Mahomes is one of one in the sense of he can do it, you know, with anybody third, t- you know, st- string type guys. But he still has Kelsey, and he still has an amazing offensive line. No, it is true. Every time we have that conversation, yes, the receivers are random as hell, but Kelsey's 
a freaking Hall of Famer and exactly. just like a, a number one receiver. There's no doubt. He's I just mean, like a number one. You're right. He just happens so to So we really should kind of throw that whole – Yeah. Because yeah. he is. Yeah, I mean, he, there, I don't think there's anybody in the league that's better across the middle than Travis Kelsey. And he's – I mean, the dude stays open and – Right. It's just constant. You can't stop it. I bet if you I bet if you took uh, Travis – like if Travis Kelsey retires after this year because there was some scuttle that he would retire after the Super Bowl. Like if he – when he retires – there will be a pretty big drop off, I bet, in Mahomes' numbers, unless they, you know, significantly, unless they go out and get a stud, which they might, they could, but they'd have to go get a Hopkins or a type like that. Yeah, because they're literally on a level now where he can sense what Absolutely. Pat, you know, when Absolutely. even in mid-play, no doubt, because of their chemistry together, and those numbers would come down. Yeah, because you're not going to have that with anybody else. What, yeah. what those two have, and I think too, like the fact that your best player offensively is a tight end. Like, I think that is a huge luxury because I don't think there is really any other team in the league that's true for, you know? Like, you're going to have, like, a receiver that's better than the tight end. Maybe. We'll see with Pitts and Drake London. Yeah, that could be true there. Hey, he's the closest thing, probably. Yeah. But I think that's just a huge luxury to have somebody that's capable of, like, blocking for you in the run game, being out there as a play-action threat. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. you always have – like, I just don't think you can – now, what about this Titans tight end you tell me about every day? How I good, mean, he's how good can coming. he be? Yeah. He, from how what good I, can he be? I mean, I think he could be a, a, a I top didn't pay any attention. I haven't paid any attention I mean, to I, him. I, I just, watched him quite a bit last year. I, I, you're I, not the only one that raves about this kid taking the next step. Yeah. Oconquo, I think is his name. Um, I mean, I, I I think it was the Chiefs game with Malik where he made like a big 50-yard mm-hmm. uh, catch. Of course I remember that. It was like a screen, and he took it, you know, 50 yards or something like that. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know he had – Burners like that. Delaney and who was the other one? Titans have always had a Frank Wycheck. Wycheck, of course. How could I leave them all? Yeah. Is there uh, one more? Delaney and Wycheck. Those are that. That's a lot of the years right there. Yeah. I guess it's really those two. Yeah. And now this kid's got a chance. I think those were the main dudes. They are. Um, but yeah, like I, I hopefully the Raiders got the one in the Notre Dame guy in uh, Mayor. My um, I think it's Michael Mayer. I think that's his name. Um, they again getting comparisons. I, I'm trying to think like. I mean, the Eagles have a great tight end in uh in Goddard. Um, they were in the Super Bowl. You know, I'm trying to think like at one point they had Ertz, right? Didn't they? Yeah, before they traded him Arizona, Absolutely. Arizona. Absolutely. Now, yeah. yeah, like is is having a great tight end now like a requisite to winning the championship? Like, can you do it? With you a, need one that can go down that seam and stretch the field. You do. Like and Cincinnati that, doesn't have one. You know? Well, they have three stud receivers. They do, but I'm just wondering, like, do they have to like go find? I don't a... think Joe has to do anything except have his boy Jamar Chase. Well, look what Buffalo did. Like we were talking with Adam Turnoff about that. Buffalo is now going to have two tight end sets with da- Dawson Knox and Kincaid. Now Kincaid's going to line up in the slot sometimes, but he ain't going to barely throw to him. Like and... just like looks like he barely threw to him. Knox is roommate, and he still wouldn't throw to him enough. Well, Believe man, me, I know I had him. I'm just wondering if that's the way that you know. That's why you guys pay Cole Komet 150 million dollars. And got Mercedes and Robert Tanya. I don't understand See? it. Everybody, we loaded up the tight end. Yeah, room. y'all trying to make sure y'all got a, uh, that that market cornered. Mercedes make no sense. Any yeah. sense? I, I, you know, like like your pits in Atlanta, like you talked about. Like I'm just, I don't know. I'm just wondering if that's the. Well, new... y'all traded one a, a great one away, so bro, he ain't never healthy. And they're that was find more that about his, his contract too. Yeah, his health and his contract. I mean, he was really good when he's on the field. Uh, except for those, how many damn uh, touchdowns and first downs he dropped against the Titans? Dude, in that you game. used to love you some Waller. You I, I, I love, man. I love him as a. Person. You may have a bad year, whatever else. You're quick to x these dudes out. You jump off uh, so fast. What would you do? I mean, I don't feel like being loyal most of the time. It's hard. 
It's too hard. I'd rather just say, I'm done with you. I'm moving on to the next guy. It's so extreme. Yeah, but, I mean, loyalty is overrated for the most part, you know? Because the, the – what was, That's the, cap. They never loved us. Move on, find the next dude, and, uh, you know, it's the way it goes. It's the way it goes in the NFL, man. So Trey Lomberg's going to be back in a few weeks. Good to hear. And that's great news for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll come back. 125, we're going to have uh, – some great guys in studio. Nick King's going to be in studio. Nick Tuggle, uh, Taylor Taylor will all be here, and we're going to talk about the Shelby County Pro-Am. We're going to talk about Nick King's career and and just look back on his time at Memphis and going from there to Alabama to MTSU and just sort of how his his career, you know, took place and, and uh, you know, progressed in that last year at MTSU and why it clicked. So we'll get into all of that. With, uh, with those guys at 125. Stick around. Jason and John on Eternal Family ESPN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Um, incredibly sad news last night. Long time uh, food writer uh, for the Daily Memphian past. Late last night, after complications from a battle with uh, stage four colon cancer, and she got she just got the diagnosis um, in June, and she wrote on Facebook in July, "I can't begin to express the love and gratitude I felt from and for all of you. I've been home almost a week, and some days are good, and on some days I have." Low energy. I listen to my body. I call my doctor. I nap if I need it. The road is long. Um, obviously, if you've listened to this station for any amount of time, you have doubtless heard Jennifer on with Jeff, and it's it's just a. It was always such a you know a feel good segment. You know, every time you listen to Jennifer and Jeff talk food, you know, on ninety two nine, it was just a. It was a fun segment, and you could tell. Just how passionate and, and honestly, sometimes protective too, uh, of the sort of food community that uh, that Jennifer was, and and I always appreciated that. Like she always kept Jeff in line about that, and I and I loved that. Um, man, I, I it's just beyond you know the professional part of it. Um, 
it's it's really hard to 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 grasp the the speed of of this thing um and how and how fast it it, it did happen and how much of a, a reminder that <clears throat> it, it can you know happen and how cruel and unforgiving this world can can sometimes be um i didn't know jennifer like that well obviously like i mean we i'd you know talk to her and see her around and she'd be at you know jeff's christmas parties but always obviously had a a great respect for what she did in in memphis and i know so many people feel the same way um i just I, i feel so sad that that it progressed that quickly and, and happened that fast. So it is a it is a sad day, Jason, um, in the in the Memphis community and the food community here yeah. um, that uh, we have lost it for Biggs. Uh, couldn't agree more with you. Don't have much to add because um, you know I, I I had I was at the CA during her time there um, it was twenty years. Uh, she was at the CA before she went over to the Daily Memphian, but I did not know her. Personally, what I do know is that I loved listening to her with Jeff. It was a great segment, like you said. Uh, learned about food, sure, but uh, they had a great chemistry, and that was just an awesome radio segment every time that she came on. Yep. And I just remember through COVID, too, um, you know, when we didn't have sports, how frequently she came on to talk about the restaurant situation. Yeah. And, frankly, she became the news there for a while, Absolutely. especially here local, you know, just locally and things we were talking about. Yep. Um, and again, I'm, 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 I was always locked into when she came on with Jeff. And so um, it's, it's incredibly tragic because the part that breaks you up is how, you know, optimistic she felt a bit and, and how much she wanted to fight, you know. And so quickly it's, uh, it's come to an end. But, yeah, sad day for, the, for all of us, not just uh, the Memphis food community, but I think all of us that loved listening to her and loved reading her, you know, for so many years. Absolutely. And, uh you know, I think it's just it's it's and and look, I I don't like to use you know things like that to say oh it's a reminder, but 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 my God, it, it is you know um, because you're you're you know you're going about your life and it's you know and and today is it's it's good and today is is great um, and you don't have any health problems today, but that is no guarantee you know two to three months from now and just like I don't know like I think that's the that's the part that you know, as a as a as a dad, I I sort of I I can't fathom being here today and then in three months not mm-hmm. like that just seems cool and um, not fair, you know, it really does. Um, but uh, man, Jennifer Jennifer uh, leaves a, a great legacy behind as Absolutely. a as 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 one of the best to ever do it. Um, and and again, I just I, I what I always loved about her is that you could tell you know some people like work and they do it because they you know they have to and they're just trying to clock in and clock out you mm-hmm. know what i mean but but and maybe this is true of the food industry in general but certainly it was of jennifer that you could just tell how much she cared about what she covered and how much you know it meant to her and i always uh respected that you know on a professional level um and so jennifer's light and um and passion will be sorely missed um, in Memphis, there is no doubt about that. Uh, thoughts go out to her family, um, and I hope that they can find some peace uh, in this obviously very, very difficult time. We'll come back. Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.